Hi, and welcome to Thin Places, a new podcast experiment from Zion Episcopal Church in Douglaston, Queens. Thin Places is about seeking God's presence in new ways and new places during this time of pandemic. I'm Mother Lindsay Lunham, the rector of Zion. And I'm Carl Adair, a seminarian and intern at Zion. The people of Zion have been gathering for prayer and worship for almost 200 years. But we're living in a time of pandemic, and we're keeping each other safe by staying distant. So we're looking for new ways of being church together, and new ways to become more aware of God's presence. Because God doesn't live in the church. Everywhere we go, God is seeking us out, if we would only pay a bit more attention. There's a saying in Ireland that heaven and earth are only three feet apart. And a thin place is where heaven and earth feel even closer than that, where we suddenly sense that there is only a thin veil separating our everyday world from the transcendent, the sacred. It doesn't have to be on the rocky cliffs of Ireland or Scotland. It can be anywhere where our hearts are open to the reality that this place, right here, this moment, right now, is holy, because God is here with us. So today, we're starting at home, where many of us are spending lots and lots and lots of time. At the end of August, we talked via Zoom with some members of Zion about how they're stumbling upon the presence of God right now in their own homes. I'll start. Um, My name's Christina. Hi, everybody. And um, I live in Hollis Hills, sort of the area back behind like Bell and Union. Hi, I'm G. And I'm Upton. And can you talk? Yeah, sure. (laughs) Um, We live in uh, Glen Oaks. My name is Wayne. I I actually live in a neighborhood. I'm counting one, two, three. I'm three blocks from Zion Church. Christina has been a member at Zion for almost 20 years. G and Upton discovered Zion about two years ago. After searching around for almost a year, trying out different churches, and it just seemed like the right fit. G had a more specific memory. Well, he's in denial, but we came to Zion really because my you guys had um, a blessing of the animals. It was a service that I was able to come with the girls and my dog. And for Wayne, it was his kids Cora and Kyle who brought him to church. And I came to Zion 10 months ago. We drove by and my daughter saw the Sunday school sign. We are going through some issues at the house, Um, so we decided that we want to join the church. And first, we just asked Christina, Wayne, G, and Upton how they were hanging in. We have been hanging pretty well, and I, on behalf of me and my children, I feel we are very blessed. I'm going to be honest, I'm I'm much better now that my girls are at uh, camp. In the early days, it was really hard doing online schooling with three kids and a to- well two you know school age kids and a toddler becoming teachers and parents and everything else is extremely stressful and very confusing for actually both of us how have i been hanging in um better sometimes than others but <laughs> it's been okay i mean same i certainly wasn't prepared for all the different stresses of this pandemic yeah me neither And of course, it's not just the pandemic. There is our anger and grief at the killing of George Floyd and Breonna Taylor, the exhausting cycles of partisan politics, the uncertainty about the future. Absolutely. 
I love what G said about her own struggles with that uncertainty. One thing that I'm really, I'm really bad at and um, is that I want to control everything. Like everything is planned, there's a schedule, there's an agenda, you know, and in this time period, there have been so many things that were uncertain. Finances, food, and, you know, just being able to pay for like the basic necessities, you know, being able to pay our rent. And I realized at this time, like Upton says it all the time, let go and let God. And I'd be like, oh, and you know what? I feel like our prayers are getting like kind of just, I don't want to say miraculous because, you know, but in a way it's like, they're just being, being answered, you know? So <laughs> that's how I'm seeing God in my life. I was so moved by what Wayne and Christina shared about the role that prayer has played for them in the past few months. I think for me, I found my prayers have deepened in terms of other people. And I remember during the early days of the George Floyd protests when things were so volatile. I mean, I went to bed praying that nobody would die in the streets tonight. I, I just found myself praying more for the world. That's a change for me. For me, uh, we learned prayer in the beginning of this during the Lent. We just really actually just get started praying regularly and Chora was learning in Sunday school before the shutdown how to say Lord's Prayer. She really enjoys that and she take pride of, of saying that every day. Um, now she's teaching Kyle. It's a really a great journey for me that I learned how to put um, friends, family and neighbors into the prayer that I like Christina, I also had during the pandemic, not only feel blessed for myself and my family, I add all the people I think about and that really helps. And I, the other thing I second what uh, G and Upton said is through this month, and the prayers, I learned really what it means to walk humbly with God. Because um, that one thing is to let go, that, that there are so many things I cannot control. I tried, like G did, to control everything. And that's part of my job, day job. But then you learn through this, that's just things that you have to leave it to God. And that's what it means to walk humbly with God. That's been a lesson for me in this time, a tough lesson that I'm still learning. Letting go of the things we can't control doesn't mean throwing up our hands. It means trusting that God is walking alongside us through whatever this day will bring. And we are humbled by that, but also consoled. It's like that beautiful psalm, if I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in hell, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and settle at the farthest limits of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me, and your right hand shall hold me fast. Even though I might want to be anywhere else than here at home right now, even here <laughs> your hand shall lead me. Yeah, even here. Even in the midst of my messy home on another day that's kind of gone off the rails, God is here. God is beside me, holding out a hand for me to grasp. So we asked G and Upton, Christina and Wayne, if there's a place right there in their homes that feels like a thin place, a place where the reality of God feels close, more accessible. For Christina, it was her backyard. And that's, that sounds silly, but it's kind of new to me. I was never an outdoor girl. I have a great backyard and I never really used it. And it's just been lovely. 
you know, I find such gratitude there. Wayne also said that he was grateful for his backyard, but he also talked about sensing God's presence on the couch. I sit in this sofa before kids wake up in the morning, and that's probably the strongest feeling I have with God, that I say my morning prayers and and I really feel peace to start the day. For G, it was a sewing area she set aside in their basement. I started making masks, and I feel like when I'm doing sewing or doing like working with my hands or doing arts and crafts, like I really do feel like, I don't know if it's God's presence, but it's definitely a spiritual presence um, where I feel like I'm fulfilling a purpose. Like that really helped during this time. So what about you, Carl? Is there a place in your own home that feels like a thin place? For me, it's the chair where I read and journal in the morning. And actually, that's where I am right now. What about you, Mother Lindsay? All right, this might be TMI, but (laughs) I often feel God's presence in the shower. (laughs) And that could be because I like to sing in the shower, and that opens my heart But I get a lot of my best ideas in the shower, and I feel inspired. Things seem to shift internally for me. I think about the day ahead, and I offer it up to God. I have more clarity, and I definitely feel more awake, physically, mentally, and spiritually, when I'm there. And and what about you, listening to this podcast? Is there a place in your home that feels like a thin place? Maybe you're already there right now. And maybe you want to go there for this next part. Because we're going to offer a blessing for that place. A blessing for your whole home. First, maybe just take a moment to take a few deep breaths and really see the space you're in. Look around. Is there an object or a piece of furniture that's special to you? Or that has a story that makes you smile? Can you imagine God delighting in that stuff just because it's special to you? Do you remember when you first moved into this place and how different it looks now? Can you imagine that God has been present for all those changes? Take another deep breath and feel the air filling your lungs, calming your body. Imagine that God is saturating the air around you and folding you. And now I invite you to join me in this prayer of blessing. Gracious God, we invite you to inhabit this home, to dwell among us in this space. Fill our rooms with your loving presence so that our family can grow in the knowledge and love of you. May we find comfort and joy, nourishment and strength, protection and peace 
as we live into our awareness that you are here with us. Bless our sleeping, our eating, our study, and our play, our messes, and the order we seek to restore. May all who live here know and share your grace and love with each other and with all whose lives we touch. Help us to see this home as sacred and this family as beloved by you. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. Hmm. I like thinking about God saturating the air. It makes me feel like everything around me is holy, that my body is holy, that God is everywhere permeating everything, even the messes. (laughs) Yes, especially the messes. You know, we did this same blessing with our friends and asked them how it made them feel. Christina and Wayne both talked about being reassured, feeling a sense of safety. I think the thinking of my home as a sacred space um, and a safe place because it's been scary lately and it's nice to feel safe at home. Um, And that thinking of bringing God in that way and that type of blessing, it just helps hold things together. I would definitely second what Christina said. This is a safe harbor, especially during this pandemic. And we, we always feel safe and, and blessed here. G and Upton both spoke of feeling rooted in a new way, even in a space where they didn't expect it. You know, we rent, so I never really feel like this place is ours. It's always been like the idea that this would only be temporary, this place after the blessing and after we've been here for so long and spending so much time, I realized how much I do appreciate, appreciate what this home has, has, you know, given to us. Yeah. I, um, I was, I was really moved because the one thing that felt good was a, a certain level of like foundation that was set with the words that, uh, gave me a sense of security that I never really have felt ever really. (laughs) thank you for joining us for this first episode of thin places from zion episcopal church in douglaston queens we're planning to release one of these episodes every week for the next few weeks and we're looking for thin places we don't know about yet if you're listening and you've got a place where you experience god's presence in this time of pandemic Write us and tell us at zionchurch11363 at aol.com. Yep, that's AOL, AOL forever. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts or like our Facebook page and we'll post episodes there. Just search for Zion Episcopal Douglaston. And that's also a great place to learn more about the ways that Zion is living out our mission to be Christ's hands and heart in this hurting world. Our music was composed by Nick Marcella, and we got production help from DJ Kashmir and Meg Kramer. This project was generously supported by a grant from the Episcopal Evangelism Society. And of course, this week, our huge thanks to Wayne Peng, Christina Schoenfeld, G, and Upton Savoy for sharing their stories with us and inviting us into their homes. We'll be back next week for A Walk in the Woods with Lynn Koch. 
and a foray into the natural world as a thin place. Until then, keep your eyes and ears and heart open for the unexpected ways that God is speaking into your life and working to heal this world. The peace of the Lord be always with you. And also with you. Stay safe, everybody.